Ah, welcome to Movie Magic. We would be honored if you would join us. Five, six, eight. Five, one thousand. Four, one thousand. Three, one thousand. I am the father. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Are you one of those single tier people? All the dogs in King's Landing howl through the night. They cry out for their true queen. Name's Bond, James Bond. One of them leads to the castle at the center of the labyrinth, and the other one leads to certain death. <gasps> Go ahead, make my day. He sounds like quite a man. A passenger has died on the train. Who gave the order to kill me? Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM, eighty-nine point three. Commence primary ignition. What if, after applying for your dream job, or maybe just as an intern, in an animation studio? You receive a letter that goes like this, dear Miss. Now this is where you fill in your name. Uh, your letter of recent date has been received in the inking and painting department for reply. Women do not do any of the creative work in connection with preparing the cartoons for the screen, as that is performed entirely for men. For this reason, girls are not considered for the training school. Now that letter actually exists, and there's more to this rejection letter. That's just part of a letter sent out to a female job applicant when she applied for a position at Disney's animation studio. The letter was dated June seventh, nineteen thirty-eight, and that's how it was back then. It was an all-male animation team, and female artists were not employed to do the creative work. It was more like how golf used to be back then. No females were allowed to play the game, and although the word golf is not an acronym for anything because it derives linguistically from the Dutch word kolf, K-O-L-F, or、uh, K-O-L-V-E, kolf,、uh, meaning quite simply club. In the Scottish dialect of the late 14th or 15th century, the Dutch term became golf, G-O-F-F, or golf, G-O-U-F-F. And only later in the 16th century it became golf, but just for fun, because back then females weren't allowed to play the game, let's give golf an acronym: gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. And that's how the Disney Animation Studio operated back then. Well, things have changed now, thank goodness. And today on Movie Magic, we'll pick off on where we left off on Walt Disney two weeks ago. Did you know that there's a dark side to Walt Disney? Well, I guess we all have our dark side. It's just not out in the public because most of us are not public figures. Walt was, and Walt Disney was a perfectionist. He called his employees boys. They were his animators and cartoonists. Ladies were not employed as cartoonists. They were not allowed to draw or be creative. At most, they would just fill in the color at the back of each drawing cell. Walt calling his employees boys stemmed from his childhood insecurities, and because of this, he was driven to achieve success and financial security, which he craved. And he was obsessed with family and family entertainment, so he made his studio have a family atmosphere. 
because he was deprived of that too when he was a child. Money FM 89.3 Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. A couple of weeks ago, I spoke about how Walt Disney had a mean father. And if you missed it, you could always listen to the podcast version available on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast streamed. And although Walt Disney did not want to be like his father at all, he was more like his father than he wanted to believe. Like his father, Walt Disney had a temper. He would often lash out at his boys, you know, the male staff animators at his studio. So much so that one of them was Frizz Freeling who left the Disney Animation Studio because he was being abused and harassed. He went on to create the iconic Looney Tunes franchise at Warner Brothers. But although Walt Disney was strict and had very high standards, most of his employees loved going to work, as Walt was inspiring and people would work till very late at night and come into work very early the next day. They couldn't wait to get to work because... They were doing what they loved. Animation. Mickey Mouse was Walt Disney's alter ego. And he was even the voice of Mickey Mouse from 1928 till 1947. But he had to give it up as his chain smoking made it difficult to do any of those voiceovers. Plus, in between, he had a breakdown. You see, in 1931, his wife Lillian became pregnant. Walt Disney was thrilled because he loved children, but her miscarriage combined with his workload led to a breakdown. He became very irritable, to a point that he couldn't talk on the phone and began to cry. So, following his doctor's orders, Walt took his first vacation traveling across the U.S. with his wife and they had the time of their lives. He returned refreshed and rejuvenated. He continued to follow his doctor's advice by adding exercise to his routine and would get up at 5.30 a.m. to play golf. Two years later, in 1933, they welcomed their daughter, Diana, into the world, and in 1937, they adopted Sharon. He loved their children very much and doted on them, but being a workaholic, he was consumed by his work. Back then, animation was hand-drawn. Now you can make mass copies of frames as much as you can with the help of computers. But back then, each frame had to be hand-drawn. Each cell had to be hand-drawn. It was very time-consuming, and because of his workload, he would often miss his children's birthdays. And although Walt Disney hardly had time for leisure, he made it a point to rub shoulders with Hollywood's elite. And the Hollywood elite loved to play? Nope, not golf. But polo. Now, polo came with hazards. Now, have you been on a horse? Well, I have, in Penang, on a beach, and the horse owner was holding the horse while it strolled on the beach. Yes, strolled. The horse didn't even gallop at all. And I was so afraid that I might fall off uh, this high horse. <coughs> so can you imagine you and a horse running after a small ball? Now, a horse trained to play polo can run up to 65 kilometers an hour. Imagine falling off one at that speed. Dangerous and terrifying. So while Walt Disney was rubbing shoulders by playing polo with the elite of Hollywood, a fellow player died, and Walt himself suffered from a neck injury that would trouble him for the rest of his life. 
But that didn't stop him from working harder. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. In 1929, with the release of The Skeleton Dance, he inaugurated a new cartoon series called Silly Symphonies. As you can tell by the title, it was music that drove the animation. These avant-garde short films went far beyond anything that had ever been done, making the Disney Studios the envy of every animator, if not filmmaker in the world. Walt then used the symphonies to test new technical developments, and one of them was in Technicolor in 1932's Flowers and Trees, which was his first cartoon to win an Oscar. That was followed by The Old Mill, which won him another Oscar. Now, here's a trivia about Walt and Technicolor. Did you know that he had a two-year contract, you know, kind of like a patent on Technicolor that gave him exclusive film rights to the three-strip Technicolor system? No other film studio could release a Technicolor film with this system until 1936. Walt's Silly Symphony fueled the 1933 The Three Little Pigs. Now, The Three Little Pigs had character, and it had a song... Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf, which played a role in helping the general public. I'll tell you more next on Movie Magic. With Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. The Three Little Pigs and his iconic song, Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf, became a sensation in the midst of the Depression. And it was the first cartoon tune to become a hit. Walt Disney was over the hill with another feather in his hat. Now, let's go back in time a little, you know, before all of this began. And what drove him to continue to pursue animation despite failing and going bankrupt? So, you know that he loved drawing and that led to animation. But what drove him was a meeting of a stranger on a train who was interested to hear that Disney produced motion pictures. But when Disney told him that he made cartoons, the man lost interest. He wasn't interested in Disney at all. That ruffled some feathers and challenged Walt to make something more grown-up and serious and respected. Now, Mickey Mouse will still be around, but the mouse was catered to children. The goal was to produce animated movies for the whole family, and that means not just children, but the parents as well. When Walt Disney was just 16 years old, he was mesmerized when he watched the 1917 version of the Grimm's fairy tale, Snow White. Two decades after that screening, he mesmerized his audience with his version of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. No animation came close to this back then. Walt wanted to see if people would get emotional. And they did. They laughed, and they also got frightened by Snow White's flight through the forest and the transformation of the queen into the evil crone. But the critical question for Walt was, would it make people cry? Well, the audience's sniffles could be heard in the whole cinema. It was a huge success, and everybody gave Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs a standing ovation. Snow White was the first female fictional character to be given a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Mickey Mouse was the first male fictional character, and the mouse is placed next to Walt Disney's name on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Walt Disney also received an honorary Oscar for Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and that was presented to him by a little girl named Shirley Temple. 
And get this, not only did he receive an Oscar, he received seven miniature Oscars, one for each dwarf. Also from this animated movie is the sing-along song, Hi-Ho, a song that you can sing your way home from a good day's work. Money FM 89.3, Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. Following the success of the full-length animated feature Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Walt Disney wanted to do more. But of course, why not? His goal was to produce a picture every six months. That was asking the impossible, as it took three years to produce Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And to add to that, tragedy got in the way. Walt and his brother, Roy, bought their parents a home as a 50th anniversary present in North Hollywood. But the structure and a faulty heating system caused their mother to pass away from carbon monoxide poisoning. Walt dealt with his grief the only way he knew how, and that is to get back to work. Bambi was next, but he shifted his work and focused to do Pinocchio. And so came the trend of Disney animation films being famous for. The absentee mothers. From Pinocchio to Bambi to The Jungle Book. Now, many believe this trend was the result of Disney's guilt and the anguish over his own mother's death. But even before his mother's death, Walt Disney made Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Snow White's mother died too. Now, his grief was all over his art, but he used it to entertain us with the magic of animation and songs. But then he started to get sick. And it wasn't a surprise that Walt Disney died of lung cancer at the age of 65, and that's pretty young, actually. And this is due to his chain-smoking habit he had when he was younger. Well, things have come a long way since the Disney Studios began. From not having any female animators to having female animators and directors, from not having any colored or visible minority to having people of visible minorities and of different cultures. Kudos to this boy who came from a poor family, who walked in the stormy blizzards, delivering newspapers, and who had a dream of entertaining the world and building theme parks by buying up land. Now, I've been to Disneyland and Disney World at least eight or ten times, maybe more. I, I just lost count. But every time I step into the theme park, I feel so happy. I do not know how to describe it, but it's just wonderful. No other theme park, in my opinion, makes you feel as happy. There's something in the air, I guess. I'm Colin Gomez, and I wish you to have the same experience one day if you hadn't had the chance to be in a Disney theme park. That's my wish for you. This has been Movie Magic on Money FM, and may your wishes and dreams come true as you wish upon a star.